What is going on, you bloody legends? The King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another edition of the world's greatest podcast, the King of the Couch podcast. Damn glad to be here. Damn glad to be here. Sitting here tonight. Fucking what time is it? 9.47 p.m. on a Monday night, 12th of September 2022. That's how much I love you guys, hey, because I'm prepared to sacrifice sleep, beauty sleep. I'm a handsome man, but I mean, I'm not that handsome you know what i mean i'm just lucky i've got a fucking shit hot personality as well to uh to do the heavy lifting but good to be back apologies i wasn't on last week um it's sort of becoming a bit of a fortnightly show isn't it but um just a fucking mental mental one we'll break it down i was in hayman island for the wedding of the century unreal weekend um i did a best man speech the, the, the working title is best man speech of the century they're throwing it around um, one of the greatest things ever, ever spoken, uh, you know, spoken word, public speaking, nailed it, got a fucking master's degree in it now, but seriously, uh, unreal event, but yeah, I just sort of come off that weekend and it was a biggie and I had like some work stuff on and the kids weren't sort of sleeping correctly and I was all over the shop. Uh, it was good and it wasn't a bad one. It was, it was good. It was all happy times. It was happy, happy, happy. I didn't want to leave the island. Didn't want to leave it. Didn't want to come back to the mainland. I was not having it. So, but I'm back. Took it on the fucking chin like a champion. And now I'm back. I had intended to record last week. It just sort of time got away, frankly. And uh, just one of those things, you know, it gets a little bit too late in the week and I'm not vibing on the podcast. It's an early week thing. So I'm glad I'm here tonight back on a Monday evening to record episode 147 of the King of the Couch podcast. If you're not already fucking subscribing to the show, please subscribe. Uh, like it somewhere if you can. If you can be fucking bothered, go and give me a review. That would be awesome. Uh, I do this for free, but I love when people hear it and give me a kick out of it. Uh, you know, get a kick out of it. Sorry, I should say. And if there's something that resonates with you, something that makes you laugh, something that makes you feel fucking good on the inside, you get that warm fuzzy feeling in the inside of your tummy. Pay it forward. Pay it forward to a loved one or an enemy. I don't care. Just pay it forward and make me fucking famous. One day I might get paid to do this, and that would be that would be great. That would be fucking good. No, no real job, just this, a passion, a dream. Oh God. Anyway, on with the show. Episode 147. Hey, got a few questions tonight. I put the I put the um the feelers out for a questionnaire. I expected to get maybe one, two, but I got like fucking 10, 11 back, and they were all kind of good and funny and some interesting ones there so i thought you know i'm gonna answer them all uh we've got a band of the week we've got a movie of the week we got uh, a bit of a bit of an album breakdown sort of um so much is happening queen's passed away are you okay day my weekend and of course the fucking wedding in the century full breakdown i'll give as much away as humanly possible but uh because it was one of the best things we've been to that's why i want to talk about it and of course if you've been listening to the show for a while you know that i like to talk I will say tonight, straight up, no alcohol. This is a glass of Pepsi Max on the rocks. I'm going to have a quick sip. Mmm. Delicious bit of whatever the fuck Pepsi Max is made out of. There's no sugar. So I said to Beck, she goes, you can't drink that shit. I said, there's no sugar. It must be okay. It must be halfway okay. Um, yeah, no booze tonight. Um, trying to lay off the piss just ever so, ever so gently for a few days. Um, 
I don't have a problem with drinking. I, I, I've said it before and I said it again. I'm not an alcoholic. You might think that, but I'm not going to pigeonhole myself like that. I'm just a, I'm just an enthusiastic drinker. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professional socialite, and that's the way I like to keep it. But I have been drinking a lot. We hit it pretty hard on the wedding weekend. Why wouldn't you? It was a fucking spectacle and a half. And it was great, and everyone was having the sickest time ever, so it was, it was a vibe. And then I got home, and Beck's like, look, when you get home, stop drinking. I said, no, 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 no. We do not do that, Beck. And I'll tell you why. Because if I'm driving a car and 100 kilometers an hour, right, and there's a brick wall coming up and I don't break it all, if I hit that fucking brick wall at 100 kilometers an hour, there's a good chance I'm gonna die and that's not good for anybody. So what I'd like to do is I see that brick wall coming, I'd like to taper off the accelerator and I'd like to just tap the brakes, tap the brakes, tap the brakes. If I didn't have the option to slow down completely and stop and hit that wall, uh, so there was enough time, right? I was gonna hit that wall, but I'd like to hit it maybe like 30, 40 Ks, right? I'd have a good chance of living there, walk away with a scratch. That's the way I treat my my benders nowadays. Um, I don't ever hit it hard and then completely stop. Cold turkey. It's it's not even for the heroes. It's for it's for people that just have no idea, right? I like to I like to hit it hard, taper off, you know what I mean? And just keep tapering off, tapering off till I'm comfortable, a nice, firm landing into that brick wall of life. So yeah, we just we just kept hitting it, kept hitting it and had a squillion drinks on the weekend. And you know what? I'm not even sorry about it. I felt fucking good. I, f- I look good, I'm vibrant, and that's all that you need to know. Anyway. My weekend, it was good. I will say finals footy's here, and I fucking love finals footy. I love normal footy, but what's better than normal footy? Finals footy. So it's here, and I'm fucking loving it. Friday night, started just like this. I went out, cheeky me, cheeky me. I said, oh, Beck, got to get some beers, you know. In my head, I do that, uh, you know, oh, it's Friday, and I need some beers for Friday, but I've also got Saturday games, I've also got Sunday games. Six-pack's not going to be enough because, you know, I have those tendencies to want to party a bit too hard. So... Went down to the bottle picked up a carton. I will say, I got this. I got this new beer. Um, it's cheap, and that's honestly initially what what draw me to it was the price tag. But it's low carb. It's like a poor man's pure blonde, right? And why am I why am I paying fucking fifty bucks a carton for pure blonde? It's Steersman blonde. I like it. I don't even know what a Steersman is, um, but I like it. I like to Steersman that beer down my throat, and it feels good. And that's why I'm drinking it. Thirty six ninety five for twenty four stubbies, unreal. Ten sixty nine a six pack. I mean, that's some like fucking fifteen year fifteen year ago prices. But I like it. You know what I mean? I'm sort of on a budget until the end of the year. Got some goals and things like that. You know, and those goals still have to cater to have a little bit of beer in finals footy. So um, I said to Beck, look, go down and get a carton, and of course got a bottle of wine. It's got a liter of the Hardy's. The Hardy's Savion Blanc, my fave, like ten bucks there, thirty six ninety five for a carton of Steersman Blonde. If you like a low carb, you like a lager, and you don't like fucking paying for overpriced beer, I highly recommend Steersman Blonde. You've got it. It's got the KTC tick of approval. Love it. I wish I was having one tonight. Actually, it would be a fucking great plug for the brand. It'd, it'd take him to fucking new heights. But I'm not. I'm sitting here with Pepsi Max. You know what I mean? I'm sold out. I'm trying to be sober for just. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got an event on Thursday. I'll, I'll definitely have a beer. Let's be honest, I'll have a beer. Look, <laughs> when it's finals footy, right? Fucking whatever. But yeah, finals footy Friday night was unreal. Lions were playing the Demons. Now, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I went and saw the Lions-Demons game, which was absolutely woeful because the Demons just fucking pumped the Lions for like 60 points. And there was some uppity fucking Demons fans in the crowd. And we didn't have a good time. We didn't have a good time at all. I was paying for fucking 10.95 furfies. It was a ridiculous night. But, you know, the company was good. 
Fast forward to me on the couch Friday night. I thought I've got me fucking cheap beer, which was delicious. And I want the Lions to win. Fuck me dead. They started the first quarter not looking too good. And I was like, oh, I was having fucking um, flashbacks of like a month ago, you know. Anyway, um, wasn't that bad. They started coming back, fought back, had a huge second half. And then they ended up winning convincingly. They looked good. And I was fucking loving it. So they're playing again. We've got some questions revolving around my NRL and AFL grand final predictions and i'll give you those after after the weekend i'll give you i might get into the questions i reckon because you know just because i'll do it i'm not sure there's no real running order for this show but that was friday night um a few drinks lovely little time i think i made some fish tacos can't remember but i think that's what we did and it was good my fish tacos i've, I've given my recipe out here before unreal night that was friday night probably stayed up to watch a movie i can't remember it was a late one i feel like i, I fell asleep on the couch i'm back on mr in between hey i um I'm trying not to get into any new TV shows because I'm doing a lot more reading, listening to a lot more podcasts. I will say, shout out this channel on YouTube called Upflip. I found it sort of breaks down businesses um, sort of really quite hectically, if I can be honest. Um, I watched this one on a coffee shop and it was sort of like gave you all the ins and outs. The guy reckons he had a revenue of like 80K a month and he fully broke down everything into the point where they show you like the Excel spreadsheets and stuff like that. So I was sort of nerding out on that. Real kind of interested in business things at the moment. Um, just for a few different reasons, but I'm really just trying to immerse myself in in things that will eventually help me get to areas of my life that I want to get to, right? So um, I don't know everything, so that's why I'm trying, trying to read more, watch more, do more, you know how it is. And like Netflix and things like that, whilst they, yes, they serve a purpose, they don't really serve me a lot at the moment. So I'm trying to just taper off those things i will say at the end of the night i do like to sit down for a little tv show a movie something like that um there just haven't been a lot of movies tickling my pickle at the moment but i've just been watching mr in between again because it's like fucking 20 25 minute episodes it's, it's a fucking great show i've said it before and i'll say it again if you haven't seen that show stop what you're doing after this podcast of course stop what you're doing and go and watch mr in between it's an unreal tv show australian it's one of the best tv shows i've ever seen this is like the third time i'm watching it and oh, i can't get enough of it Okay, probably the second time. It's actually the second time I'm watching it, right? But I just can't get enough of it. It's a fucking great show. Anyway, so that was Friday. Saturday, um, coming off the back of a mega weekend, we sort of just like, we want to stay at home. The weather was looking good. I had to cut the grass. Didn't get there. It rained a few days earlier and the grass was sort of damp. I just thought, fuck it. That's not high on my list of priorities for this weekend anymore. But the weather was good. So earlier, sort of wake up on Saturday with the family, a lot, a lot of wholesome family time, and I love that. Uh, some coffees in the morning, decaf, of course. Th- I'm really three months sober off the caffeine, except for the caffeine that's in the Pepsi Max, of course, but not the caffeine in a coffee. So Saturday, we got up. We're like, I said to Beck, because she loves this, right? And I'm, we're feeling super loved up and super romantic at the moment, and I'm trying to make an effort. She's trying to make an effort. It's not that hard to make an effort, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be honest. You just think of an idea. And like, let's just say the other person likes going for a walk, right? So naturally, I'll get a bet. Would you like to go for a walk? Just doing that, she loves me 10 times harder just because I've suggested it, right? That's what we did. We went down to Happy Valley, parked the car. We made about 400 meters because Arabella wanted to take her scooter and then she didn't want to scoot and then she didn't want to walk because her legs are tired. She's three years old. She's with 100 meters on these perfect legs and she's tired. She's got tired legs. You know what I mean? Oscar's chilling, he's in the pram, we fucking didn't want to take him out, had the baby Bjorn thing, whatever you call it, the bloody body strap, baby carrier, strangler, 
and it just wasn't working. I said, this is a fucking great day, right? Like, we've tried the walk, Beck's like, yeah, we've tried the walk, it was good, the idea was great, I love you 10 times harder for suggesting it, but look at this weather, we looked out, we were always gonna go for a swim anyway, we're just gonna get a little bit hot and sweaty, and come back for the beach, no hot and sweat, fuck it, ditch it, go straight to the beach, and that's what we did, so we fucking had the first, uh, well, it was the first family swim up on the coast, but I broke it in up in North Queensland the week, jumping into the to the pool. But probably first ocean swim I've had in a in two or three, in a little while actually. Uh, it was great, unreal weather. Got some nice color. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can't see my arms right now. Probably this light doesn't do it justice, but I've got a nice glow on from North Queensland and Happy Valley on the weekend. I'm gonna keep it up. Hit about 15 minutes of sun today. Every day I'm just gonna hit it up, hit it up. Vitamin D. They say fucking. You know, I remember years ago there was like that government ad. It was like tanning is skin cells and trauma. Fuck that. It looked good. Vitamin D makes you feel better. Rains for a week here. I feel like fucking killing myself. You know what I mean? So vitamin D equals good times. Don't tell me that my skin cells are in trauma. Right? They're having a fucking good time. That's what I'm telling them. <sighs> Digress there for a sec. But unreal to get in the water. Something about super cold water when you can get in there. You feel super refreshed after it. And that's all that matters. And we then just packed up after that took some cool photos packed up went for a beach cruise fuck unreal you know what i mean just unfucking real got home it was a chilled saturday afternoon having some beers footy was on at like 5 30 wanted to watch that i can't remember what we did for dinner butterfly chicken roast veggies you know meat and three veg so good and then um watched the storm raiders game watched the shark cowboys game which i will fucking i won't break them down of course because we got some questions to do with that later so we'll talk about it there but um yeah so good so good and then the kids went to bed beck went to bed there was this moment i will say maybe shot myself in the foot for being a big fat slob uh, i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you in on my private life here i'm having the fucking time of my life right i'm watching sharks and cowboys and it was a sick game right i had a decent amount of beers let's just say i'd had five to six at this point right i had a big fat liter of wine in the fridge, right? Maybe have one glass on the Friday night. I was having a time, right? Beck's gone to bed. I've got the trackies on. I've got the KTC fucking shirt on. Just cheesels in the cupboard. Hang on, I'll get you some fucking cheesels, right? Because cheesels, let's be frank, are fucking delicious. I don't know what they're made of, but they're fucking delicious, right? They're no good for you, but they are delicious. Pour myself a big fat icy glass of white wine, right? Cheesels in one hand, white wine in the other, laid out. Terrible posture on the couch. Shark cat, sharks, cowboys, rip a game on the television. Bang, I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating it. Beck comes down, I can hear her coming down the stairs. I'm like, mm, this is odd. She shouldn't be coming down the stairs this time. What is she doing out of, uh, out of her room, you know? And I just got this feeling that she was feeling quite a lot of love towards me. You know what I mean? Read between the lines. But because I basically dusted myself with cheesels all over my chest, white wine, I had a nice bloat going on. I remember I was eating chocolate probably an hour before that. I dripped some down the shirt accidentally, had a red wine stain from the last time I wore the shirt and I hadn't washed it. So I'll be honest, I wasn't doing myself any favors. So she just come down, took one look at me and thought, you know what, I'm not gonna go there tonight, but I love him anyway. And she just put her head on my lap and we watched the awesome awesome end of the sharks cowboys game that was really good she was asking questions about it chicks chicks love footy i don't care what they say they do love footy if they don't claim to love footy they do because she comes down she's immediately asking questions about it she knows the rules she knows this she's just like why would you do that oh come on boys oh what's this golden point why don't they do this i would do that she's a pundit all of a sudden right she's an armchair critic but yeah super loving 
after Golden Point, she was just she was done. You know what I mean? She just had an oh, couldn't she couldn't get enough of the game, and then she's gone to bed. And I thought, you know what? I'll just settle in. I'll just settle in even harder. Maybe another one or two glasses of white wine. Needless to say, finished the whole bottle and put on movie of the week, which I'll share right now. Straight out of Compton. I was having a hard time finding a movie. I know there's some good movies out there. I'm just going through it. And sometimes when I don't, I'm not in the headspace to watch a movie, but I want to watch a movie. I just don't want to pay attention to the movie. I want to, I want to know the movie. So there's like, I can instantly go, I already know what's going on here, and I love it. That's straight out of Compton. It's probably the third or fourth time I've watched it. I love it. And I was fucking feeling it. You know what I mean? The rap's coming on, NWA, fuck the police. And I was really feeling it, eh? Just pouring wine after wine cruising down the street in my six fold and i was really feeling it that's why i finished the wine woke up on the couch just a little bit glassy eyed like what time is it 3 30 a.m better go to bed that's what i did and so you know i'm, I'm happy to say that i'll bounce back no no worries on sunday morning no fucking worries on sunday morning got up with me and my auntie my aunt my auntie my auntie and uncle ash and pete up at Pridgian beach Pridgian Beach, anyone that's uh, been in Sunshine Coast, Queensland, visit Pridgian Beach, knows it's a sensational area. And we picked a new restaurant out of Square. Uh, we'll say it's on my restaurants to go again list. And I would put it on your restaurants to go to for the first time or go again if you haven't been there. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick drink of this Pepsi Max. It's looking at me and singing to me. I'm so thirsty. The tongue's already bleeding. I'm fucking 17 minutes in. Mm. But out of Square. Unreal. Great to catch up, Martin Uncle. Love him to death. Great conversation. Warm, welcoming. Love it. You know how much I love family. It's a high value. It's my highest value. And I had the Nazi Goring. Added pork belly into it. Beautiful Nazi Goring. I don't normally eat that heavily for breakfast, but it was about 11 o'clock. Um, so I got the Nazi Goring with the pork belly. And as I mentioned, not drinking caffeine anymore. What am I drinking? Alcohol. So yeah, I got a mimosa with breakfast. It's the fucking, it's the way to go, hey. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't, you would get anything other than a mimosa if a mimosa was on the menu. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, you need me coffee, you need me caffeine to start the day. Fuck that. Get a mimosa under two, or two under your belt. You feel fucking a million times better. So that's exactly what I did. Took a few happy snaps, some lovely photos. I might share on Instagram tomorrow. My uncle sent them through to me. He loves photos. He loves photos just as much as I love photos. And, and he photographs well. Also, that my uncle Pete has a nice all year round tan. That's what he said. He goes, as ah, he goes, last 365 days, he's, he's like, I've had a fucking perfect glow on. And he, I've got to admit, he does. Like, he, he wouldn't lie. And I could see it. He's amazing, amazing skin. And uh, yeah, that was that. Was that. I had a, even had an ice cream. That's how much I was sending it. I had an Oreo cookies and cream waffle cone ice cream. I got a little chalk mint. So it was delicious. Then after that, little impromptu sort of, well, not an impromptu pop in, but called in to see Jamie and Jared, friend of the show, longtime friend of the show, Jared the Wizard Sukjai. Uh, got to get him back on the show. I had missed him. For just weirdly, we hadn't really spoken for like two months. We didn't try to not speak. Um, we, we have no issues, no qualms whatsoever. It's just time got away and we sort of like, I don't have the balls and all. And we're just like, bang, he had COVID. I had COVID. He was away on a trip. I was away for a bit. And just fucking time just flew by. But it was so good to see him yesterday, and Jamie as well, for that matter. Um, went around, watched UFC 279, missed most of the card, only saw basically the main fight. I come in right at the end where Hamzat had, spoiler alert, he choked out Kevin Holland, and I knew that was going to happen. Pick that. Uh, I got four out of five on my multi yesterday. I'm basically an expert in the UFC. 
picking of the fights, that is. And then saw Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson, which is unreal. I picked Nate Diaz to win, and oh, hang on, I know how I know fights. So yeah, he won because I picked him. But really fun fight to watch, you know what I mean? It basically was a fight of these two guys maybe five years too late, way past their prime in my opinion, but look amazing. I think Nate looks great, you know what I mean? You kind of know what you're going to get with Nate. Tony's all over the shop. I, I kind of wish he would retire, but... Um, He's also fun to watch as well, but he just he doesn't not look like he once once did. And Nate Diaz sort of just outclassed him and choked him out there. I don't know why he went to the ground with Nate, but and it was cool. He sort of did this thing where he choked him and did the did the fists up again. And it was like reminiscent of that fight years ago where he fucking flips the bird. Where he's choking that dude out, but out of respect, I don't think he flipped the bird for Tony, you know. But it was good, unreal fight. Stoked about that. And the girls are going, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go and get a bottle of champagne, make some mimosas. I was like, fuck yeah, you know, let's keep this train rolling from breakfast. That's what we did. Just cruised out, got some vitamin D with the kids in the sun, some mimosas, some delicious balsamic uh, sea salt and vinegar chips. Thanks, Red Rock Deli. And that was it. It was a lovely little afternoon. We got basically the full first half in of the uh, the Roosters and Rabbitohs game, which was an absolute ball terror to watch. Um, went home, got the second half in. Again, ball terror. Rabbitohs got up. I, was, I thought the Roosters were going to get up, uh, but I, I'll, I'm pleasantly surprised that Rabbitohs got up, right? And it ties into some questions that I got about my predictions later, so I'll share that in momentarily. And yeah, unfucking real night. Last night, I had some dinner, of course. I didn't know if I watched a movie, can't remember. Had quite a few beers, watched the Maddie John show, watched one or two episodes of Missed In Between, fell asleep temporarily, and then went to bed. Unreal. Here I am here at Monday. I have my mentor sesh this morning, my breath work sesh. I probably mentioned that. I mentioned that a few times. Obviously, my mate Rex Irwin, my life coach, so good. But we do the Monday mentor session. Uh, the Wim Hof breathing, the nasal breathing, 45 minutes, good people, sharing good thoughts, vibes, everything. But it's a hell of a way to start your week. And I just had a real strong real strong day today. Uh, 3.62 Ks on the old power walk on my lunch break. I... I'm opting for a daytime walk now. If I don't get up, I've got to I've got to start going back to bed at a reasonable hour. I, I will say my bedtimes have been. I was doing the ten thirty thing for a while, and that just sort of went by the wayside, mate. I'm back on the twelve and the one a.m. So I've got to get back because I have noticed myself getting a little bit a little bit sleepy. Won't be in bed by ten thirty tonight. Cause I'm here talking to you, beautiful people. It's ten past ten p.m. But it doesn't matter. But I will say, going to start going to bed a bit earlier again. But lovely day, lovely Monday. That's my weekend. Let's have a sip of the Pepsi Max, the delicious no sugar carbonated beverage, and then we'll get into the rest of the show. Mm. My breakdown the wedding after. I'm going to, uh, I can answer these questions in a second. But what's happened last week? The Queen passed away. Oh man. Rest in peace, Queenie. I, I will say, I don't like to talk ill of the dead. I don't think that's uh, just not my style, right? Um, I will say I wasn't one of these people that was shocked. Um, people shocked the Queen's died. A 96-year-old woman, shocked. I'll be honest, I saw that coming. I saw that coming from a mile away. Uh, it was really only a matter of time. Statistically, she's probably fucking, she's well overdue. But uh, it's here, it's come. There's now no more Prince Charles. It's now King Charles, sausage fingers to his mates. Seen that photo getting around the internet with his fucking big fat fingers? I've got little skinny fingers. Mate, two of my fingers put together wouldn't even match one of his fingers. Disgusting fingers. I know he's got fluid issues. I can tell by looking at him. Do you want that man to be king? I don't think so. I'll take on the roll, pal. Beautiful fingers. But yeah, Queen's gone. 
Um, not devastated about it. There's a lot of things getting around again. I won't talk ill of the dead, but I find the royal family so super weird in any ethnicity group, any background. Royals, do we really need them anymore? You know, a life of privilege, living off the the middle class just because you're born into it. I don't know. You know what I mean? They work for it. There's a lot of racism in the royal families. You know, did she kill Diana? Is that is that rumor? There was that thing where she, you know, tried to take, uh, was it state money to fuel Buckingham Palace off the poverty, the poverse class in England? I don't know. Just just riffing off the top of my head. But won't talk ill of the dead. So she had some cute dogs. We'll say that. Uh, read some fun facts on her. She never held a passport, never held a driver's license. She lives a life of privilege. Most people like you and I need a passport to leave the country. Um you know, she's had drivers her whole life. Read she didn't frequent a lot of supermarkets. Always had someone doing her shopping for her. That would be nice. I'd really like that. I fucking hate grocery shopping. It's disgusting. So I can I can relate to the queen there. But yeah, she's gone. She's passed away. And now we got Sausage Fingers King Charles to deal with. So don't know how I feel about him. He seems like a real snake in the grass. He definitely killed Diana. Uh, conspiracy or not, I don't believe so. He killed Diana. You heard it here first. I think you may have already heard that theory, but I'm going to carry it on. So now that happened. There, of course, was Are You Okay Day. I didn't reshare anything. I saw a shitload of people resharing Are You Okay stuff, which is great. Everyone's got to do it. I think that's great. I just I just didn't sort of do it, didn't get on the bandwagon. I think main reason because I get on here and this is where I share all my thoughts. So Are You Okay Day is, is it's obviously to raise awareness for mental health, depression, suicide, anxiety, all the things in between. And I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing to check on your friends. I think Are You Okay Day, it's great there's a day. We can't have Are You Okay Day as a national thing every day. But in my mindset, and a lot of people I roll with, Are You Okay Day is an everyday thing. We're always checking in on our mates, you know what I mean? I see a mate, looks like he's struggling. Are you okay, mate? People do that to me too. So this is good. I, of course, am very open with, with my wins, with my losses. If I'm struggling, I'll let you know. I see a life coach. I do fucking breathwork mentor sessions. I talk to friends. I get advice. I listen to podcasts. I read books. I do all this sort of stuff. But check in on people. And I will say too, there's there's that fine line too of people that are, are, are sort of venting and then there's those people that are struggling, right? Sometimes people just need to get some shit off their chest. Let them get it off. It's like, oh, I hate my job, right? Cool. Sometimes you want to vent or do you want a solution here, right? Uh, if, if some motherfucker is telling you they hate their job, and it's, and it's fucking slowly eating away at them. They're telling you that every day, every week, every month. Right, mate, listen, time to get a new job. Time to get out of there, right? Fix it up, sort it out. Uh, something like a depression or an anxiety or an OCD or a bipolar or anorexia and these sort of things, they are harder to deal with. They take more time, right? So I would, I would urge people that are having a difficult time to seek out some proper help. I'm lucky that I could talk to my best friend. I've talked to a lot of people. i talk to you. I'm talking to people I don't even probably know who are listening right now. I know people that are listening, but a lot of you, I probably don't even know you. And uh, that's fine. If you want to reach out to me, I'll talk to you. But I talked to uh, reach out to my best friend. He helped me with Life Coach. You know what I mean? It pays to talk to people, right? You don't need to bottle it up. Don't need to keep it inside. Talk to someone. If your friend's good enough, they will fucking help you, right? Your family's good enough, they will help you. The king of the couch. I will help you if you need it. So are you okay? I hope you're okay. I'm more than okay. I'm doing swimmingly at the moment. So I really hope you're fucking killing it in life with however 
wherever, whatever you're doing. If you listen to this podcast, you must be feeling good. I my One of my main goals in this podcast is to relieve you of tension, stress, worry in your life for an hour every week or every fortnight. I, I apologize if I'm not every week at the moment. But if I can give you a fucking hour of happiness, then my job is done, right? So hopefully I'm doing that tonight. We will we'll talk we'll talk Hayman Island shortly. I might end on that. End on that. Uh, I'm going to do the questions. And we'll do that. We'll end on we'll end on Hayman Island, I think. That's what I'm gonna do. I wrote something down here, self belief, self worth. I don't know why I wrote that down. Possibly could have wrote that down when I was knee deep in a liter of Sauvignon Blanc. But um fucking just on the back of that REK day, raise your self worth. Believe in yourself, gain some confidence. I was feeling shit house a few months ago. Now I'm back, baby. I'm doing a lot of work, a shitload of work. Finished an audio book today, Ultimate Wealth Mastery, Dr. John Martini. Unreal. Going to have to listen to me in 16 hours. So good. If you want any fucking financial advice, download or get a copy of that book, Ultimate Wealth Mastery by Dr. John Martini. Straight into a new book, Hugh Van Kylenberg, The Gratitude Project. Uh, anyone read it? Let me know. Pretty confronting the first chapter. Um, his sister deals with anorexia. And yeah, just where he breaks down, there's a bit of sexual abuse stuff in there. But it's all about gratitude. It, it gives a lot of perspective. I'm like two, three chapters in already. It's about a four and a half hour book. Very quick read. So I'll get that done on my walks over the next couple of weeks. Unfreaking real. So immerse yourself. Raise your self-worth, right? I'm on a tear at the moment. I'm on a fucking tear at the moment. Feel good about yourself. I love you. Band of the week. Parkway Drive. They got a new album, Darker Still. That's my band of the week. If I only listened to the album once, it was fun. We'll say immediately, I liked it better than the last album, uh, Prey. I think it was Perseverance, maybe. Can't remember the name of it. Going to have a look here just real quick. Reverence. That's what it was, Reverence. I was close with Perseverance. Um, I liked it. First single I heard, I was like, oh, yeah, not too bad. Bit of a bit of a slow burn one. Uh, but the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It is uh, Darker Still, I believe, the uh, album name. And the lead solo in it, amazing. I fucking love it. The, the, it's so classic rock, and every time I hear it, it makes me feel good. I love it. Um, straight up, my two favorite songs on that first listen, Soul Bleach, it's probably my favorite song on the album, and From the Heart of Darkness. It's the album closer. I love it. Riffs galore. Um, I'm going to have to go and listen to it. I might even go and listen to it again tomorrow. I like the song Glitch. I will say the NRL have jumped on board too. You know what I mean? They've moved away from some of this past they were dealing with. I mean, they haven't had anything good since like fucking Tina Turner. You know what I mean? Uh, but they've got Parkway Driving and we like that. And it's good. Glitch is great. I thought the album opened good. Ground Zero, like Napalm, Glitch, so good. It was it's it's what I like to do here, and it's it's a pessimistic view. But as I always get to like, what's the what's the one song I don't want to listen to? So the one song for me, if a god can bleed, and I love that name, but it was just sort of a bit of a filler for me. But and that makes sense because it's eleven tracks. I would get rid of the filler ten tracks. You know my feeling on the ten track album, unreal. But yeah, Soul Bleach from the Heart of Darkness, my two favorite tracks. So that's my album of the week. And just right before I jumped on this show, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Deuce tonight. Um, Mets. Come on down, featuring Joe Talbot from Idol. Go, uh, Idols, go and check that song out. Unfucking real song. I never heard the band Mets, but I'm in the Idols group. Someone put it there. I thought oh, I'll just listen to this while I'm setting up the camera and the fucking lights and stuff. Lights, camera, action. <sighs> Banger. Go and check it out. So Parkway Drive. If you're if you're a fucking metalhead, go and check it out. And Mets, come on down with Joe Talbot. That's my song of the week. And I mentioned my movie on the week, straight out of Compton. On the other end, fucking gangster rap. Love it. Love it. 
All right. Now, question time. Then we go into the Hayman Island wedding of the century extravaganza. I like this. I've got a few questions here. They're all great. Oh, you know what? I just want to say. I just want to say a little thing here. It's funny. The last time I asked for questions, and I don't do this because I'm like I've got nothing to talk about. I just like to see what someone flicks back. I do my darndest, my hardest when I see someone on Instagram asking for something or some advice, whatever it is. I try and comment if I can, unless I'm just have no idea. Then I'll just I'll just go on with the rest of my life, of course. Um, but lately, they've been like, oh, no one's gonna, no one's gonna do this. You know what I mean? No one's gonna hit me up. But because I've been fucking raising that self worth lately, and I've been, I've been doing a lot of reading, doing a lot of fucking videoing, doing a lot of affirmations, doing a lot of meditation, a lot of breath work, really fucking going, going on the inside, and feeling good about it, um, mate. I had like ten questions come back to me. I was like, this, this is great. People listen to the show. I love it. So, in no particular order, even though I have definitely ordered these, um, Brad Arnold. OG, shout out Brad Arnold, the fucking man. Apologies it wasn't on last week. You know, I hate letting you down. I need the king of the couch pizza night ingredients, bases, sauces, and breakdown. Mm. Good question. Hard one to sum up. Now, I will say I'm, I'm a great chef. I'm a good cook. I'm almost like a lazy man's Gordon Ramsay, right? So I usually buy the pizza bases. Rule of thumb, thinner is better. I don't really like a thick base. I go thinner. I get these ones from Aldi um, or Coles, I believe it is, but they're quite thin, you know, I'd say about half a centimeter thick, maybe less than a centimeter thick, but they've got a nice herb crust to it, and that's what I like about it. Um, depending on how much time you got, I, two ways, you can get a nice sort of tomato-y sauce base. Most of them do, San Remo, things like that, or a nice organic one. Um, otherwise, if you're feeling a bit classy, I'd go just like a, like a, sort of a, what do you call it, like a smashed up tomato, Mutti, M-U-T-T-I, a good brand, get that, bit of garlic, bit of Italian herbs from like the master foods or whatever, mix that all together, that's a nice base. My go-to pizzas, I've got probably three I make, my favorite one being garlic prawns, so what I do is get the prawns, I garlic them up in a bit of, in a pan action with a bit of oil or whatever, just cook them off ever so gently, and I always put sauce, a little bit of mozzarella. You got to put mozzarella. Years ago, I watched this thing on TV. You put the mozzarella down because when you put the toppings on it, the mozzarella acts like glue and it sticks to the base. Game changer when you work that out, right? So a little bit of cheese, mozzarella. That's the stickiest. That's what you want. Then the garlic. I put a little bit another drizzle of garlic. Then I put the garlic prawns on. And basically, I just add a bit of rocket on there, really, or maybe um, some basil, things like that. Keep it real super basic. Some more cheese on the top into the oven. Love it. So that's my garlic one, garlic prawn. I like the whole less is more thing with the pizza, right? Like just get bang in on the flavors. Um, I like a I like a fucking ham and pineapple because Arabella again, mozzarella sauce base. I like a chunky triple smoked ham. Uh, Aldi have this one or your or your deli, but I like a thicker ham, right? Triple smoked chunk that ham off the bone, unreal. Get that, slice it up nice, put it down. You want to get, I always usually put some mushrooms on there too, just for a bit of extra fucking oomph. Um, and I like to get just the chunks of pineapple ring, doesn't matter, chop them up, down, mozzarella on top. So that's a ham and pineapple. And most, you will notice here, they're, they're sort of like three ingredients, basically. Very simple. Um, some of the other ones I've been famous for making, these ones are probably more of a vegetarian one. I'll do like a um, roast pumpkin sort of one. I slice it up, sort of slice it on the pizza again, Tomato we saw as base, mozzarella, you get that, the, the, you can get the pumpkin, you get some rocket, you get some feta in there, get some olives in there, mate, unreal, unreal. And then sometimes I'll do like a capricosa sort of one where I go like full fat ass on it and I'll get like 
you know, different salamis, those sort of any of those cured meats, anything that anything that's like really terrible for you in the cured meat section, go and buy like two or three of those. Put them down. You want to get some olives on there. I fucking dig an artichoke as well. And then yeah, bit of rocket, bit of fucking mozzarella. Mozzarella cheese, essential. Nice thin base, essential. You want to get go if you want to make your own sauce. I would just get like a like a smashed tomatoes, just like blended up tomatoes, whatever you call it. Them real finely chopped ones. Muddy's a great brand. Put some garlic in there. Put some Italian herbs in there. Man, unreal. You can't really go wrong. Less is more. Less is more for a pizza. See what you think. I'm gonna I'm gonna make next time I make some pizzas, Brad. I'm gonna take some photos, send them to you. I'm gonna full breakdown recipe. I told you that. I told you that today. I got some. I got ones here. I'm just, just reordering this cheeky dog. Uh, we've got some NRL questions here. I'm gonna answer these ones first. My NRL game of the round from Steph. Shout out, Steph. You you an OG from the start, and you love the footy. Oh man, oh, look, I love the Lions game. That's separate. That's AFL. That was great. The NRL game of the round. Oh, it's really tough. Okay, I will say Sharks and Cowboys because I want the Cowboys to get up because they're they're the last of a dying breed in Queensland. That's what I like about them. They're, they're going hard. So I want the Cowboys to win the grand final. I loved it. It was a really competitive game. The refing was not too bad, and they let the fucking they let the boys play, right? Went to extra time. Love that. Because one of those games I didn't want to finish. You know what I mean? I was like, nah, don't finish it. Extra time. Thank you, boys. Oh, extra time's not enough. We need golden point. Unreal. And I said it back. I said, look, I said, it's going to go fucking Nico Hines gets the ball or Chad Tanzan or Valentine Holmes get the ball. I'm leaning towards Val Holmes getting the ball. Fuck me dead. Didn't he get it? Two point field goal. Great way to finish the game, in my opinion. And they put away the Sharks. I don't hate the Sharks or anything like that. I like Nico Hines, but. Yeah, look, I'd rather the fucking cowies going in. We'll say, though, very, very close. Roosters, Rabbitohs, absolutely epic game. In terms of intensity and fucking just bringing on the biff, that was that was like probably equal. They, they were really hard to pick. But I will say the Ashley Klein, the ref, the big cock and balls that he is, you're just going ape shit, just fucking too many simbins. Seven simbins in that game, that's too many. So I'd say, look, I'm going Sharks v. Cowboys was my game of the round. Very, very close was Roosters Rabbitohs. Uh, I am excited for next week too. NRL, AFL, GF predictions. This one came in from Steph as well, and it came from Disco Stew. Shout out Steph and Disco Stew again. We love you guys. Um, AFL, the way it's going down, I think you've got Lions versus Swans grand final. I don't think there's going to be a Melbourne team in sight. So all we need is Lions to beat Geelong this weekend. All we need is Swans to beat Collingwood this weekend. And we're going Brizzy versus Sydney in fucking Melbourne with Brisbane Lions winning it. I'm, I'm feeling it. I've got a feeling deep down in my loins. I was sort of writing them off recently, but the way they played the other night, and I just think, I just feel good about it. This is their year. This has to be their year, right? The team to beat are Geelong. So if they, they fucking clean up Geelong this week, we're smooth sailing. Now, I would love to see them go and fucking bash Collingwood in Melbourne. That would be cool, but I just don't think Collingwood are going to get over the Swans. So see what happens, but that's my predictions. Lions v. Swans for the grand final with Lions taking it. NRL, I think it's going to be a Cowboys versus Penrith final with Cowboys pipping the pennies. Pennies are the team to beat, right? Um, I'm interested to see, though, what happens with the Ra- Rabbitohs and Sharks and Raiders. I don't know. It's very tight. I'm loving the NRL comp. It's very, very tight. That's what I love about it right now. Fucking finals footy. It's fucking here. So good. But yeah, I'm hot on the Cowboys. Want them to get up. 
I'm a Broncos fan, which hurts. They were never going to make it, unfortunately. They look like we're going to make it, and then they fucking ripped our heart and soul out a month ago and just finished ninth. They didn't make the eighth. And I'm glad they didn't make the eighth because if they did, we just got bashed in the first week. We were in shit fucking first round of finals footy for us. Um, so there you have it. Lions v. Swans AFL. Lions winning. Cowboys v. Pennies NRL. Cowboys winning. So there you go. How about those Broncos? Thanks, Shannon. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, how about them fucking Broncos? That's from a classic Rabbitohs fan right there. South Sydney till I die, he says. Yeah, fucking furious about it, mate. Uh, we were red hot. I thought we had the cup. I was getting super, super aggressive with my predictions. And even nearly put a bet on. And I'm glad I didn't because it would have fucking been 50 bucks down the drain. They came ninth. Uh, Reese Walsh coming in the side next year. Happy about that. We need a decent hooker. Need to fuck Jake Turpin off. I'd love to see Corey Pack starting at hooker. See what happens there. There's some rumors about Benny Hunt potentially coming back to the Bronx. Who knows? Payne Haas might be leaving. Who knows? We're going to make the eight next year. No worries. Whether we make the four is another thing. I don't know. I'm just, I don't talk about it. Let's put that to bed. Focus on 2023 when it rolls around. Will the Dolphins win the NRL comp next year? Jack Fitz, shit tits. My old my old winger partner. Um, we used to play fucking uh, touch footy. We were great. We were the hot heels and shit tits. Legit combo. Will the Dolphins win the NRL comp next year? Mate, they definitely won't. And I know you're a Union fan, so you have no idea. You're out of your depth. You have no idea what you're talking about here. Um, will they finish bottom of the ladder? I don't think so either. I think they'll go all right. I think um, they've got a half-decent team. I like the fact that Wayne Bennett is coaching them. And I just think just because they're a new team doesn't mean they're going to be fucking dog shit at all. I think they're going to be halfway decent. I think... They might just miss out on the eighth. I think maybe tenth, maybe eleventh, right? But we'll see. Um, they've had not many marquee signings. I don't know who the halfback is off the top of my head, but definitely not winning the comp. That's for sure. But they have finished last. So that's that's the silver lining. On that note, little Pepsi Max tea break. Mm. All right. This is some some good ones here to finish off. Four more questions. Top three guests you would want on the podcast. That's a fucking tough one. That's a real toughie. Um, Ricky Gervais. I love Ricky Gervais on the podcast. I think he's just an unreal man. I like everything he does. Everything he touches is fucking great. Um, oh God, there's so many fucking people that you, I could have on the podcast. This one, of course, is coming from Danny Wicello, uh, a fellow podcaster. Uh, one of the guys I work with. He's just a legend. He's always fucking listening to the show and he's always giving me props about it. Um, his podcast, Talking to the Mic, go and check it out. Um, he's sort of, uh, he's a dad, a dad of three girls and he you know, gets on the mic. He's, he's, he's a fucking honest bloke. Gets on there, tells it like it is and does what he does week to week and I, uh, I appreciate him for it. Fellow podcaster, you know what I mean? We look out, big up. We look out for each other. So top three guests that are on the podcast. Number one would definitely be Ricky Gervais, Right. There's definitely going to be some musicians in there. Maybe, geez, I don't know. You know, that's a real tough one. Maybe a Keith Richards. That would be cool from the Rolling Stones. Um, I'm, I'm feel like I'm lost for words on this one. Three, three guests. That's really tough. If you gave me like thirteen, that would be different. Ricky Gervais number one. Maybe a Keith Richards. Always kind of wanted to have like Russell Brand on the podcast or a Joe Rogan on the podcast, like because I I just love the way they speak. Um, I think Theo Vaughn, the comedian, would be fun because I just love the fact that he talks so much shit. I think that's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Three guests. 
Ricky Gervais, if Lemmy from Motorhead was still alive, I'd like to have him on the podcast. I think that would be a cool one. If Robin Williams was still alive, I'd love to have Robin Williams on the podcast. That would that would be a really cool one. Um, yeah, someone is just going to fucking talk up a storm, you know? I don't know. I'm a lost words, that one. That's a toughie. That's a real toughie. A lot more bands. We've got some guests coming on soon as well, but a lot more bands. People talking. I don't know. I'm lost. Maybe it's Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Let's start with Ricky Gervais. I'm going to get back to you on that one. I'm fucking, I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words because I'm looking at these other questions and they, they're quite difficult. Um, okay, this is a two-parter. When are you getting me on the podcast and how does one find purpose in life? Uh, Mac, we talked the other week. Whenever you're ready, mate. I know, let's just do it. Let's just, let's just zoom away. I don't know if you're on the Sunshine Coast or not, but let's just zoom away. We'll talk about it. I know you're into the crypto NFT game. You've got a lot to say about that. I am unskilled in that area of life and I don't know if I need to be, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on it because I love differing opinions on everything. Um, and how does one find purpose in life? That's a good question. I feel like I'm on that I'm on that mission right now. Um, look, if you if you uh, for me, right? I, I sometimes wake up and go, "What's my purpose?" I don't know what it is, right? So then I try to flip it on its head and work back to like the little things, like what what do I want my day to look like, right? What's my perfect day? Say you're not so stoked on your job, okay? Well, what do I want in my job that you know is around it? So, do you want to work at home? Do you want to work in an office? Do you want to commute? Do you want to talk to people? Do you want to work uh, retail in a bar or something like that? You know, do you not want to talk to people? Um, do you want to be flexible with it? Do you want to be able to see your kids and fucking duck out for a for a kid friendly event or something like that? Um, that's what I've been doing recently. Okay, uh, you know, especially with job, I started with my job. Okay, well, this is what I want it to look like, right? What's my perfect day look like? Uh, and then I guess like, what do you keep coming back to? Like, find out what your values are. I recently had a breakthrough. Uh, with the life coach, and I sort of always knew this, but like he just sort of summed it up for me. We were talking about friends and family and money, right? And he was like, "Skip forward thirty years from now, what do you see your life looking like?" And I, my first thing I said was, "Still having the same great relationships I have with my friends and family that I do now." Like that was the first thing, and that was all I thought about. I thought, "I'm going to be thirty years older. My kids are going to be older. Maybe, maybe my kids have kids. I don't know." Um, it's a big house. We got a pool, barbecue. There might be some UFC on. There's definitely some fucking cool music playing. You know, Jordan's there, Milky's there. Fucking all these people I I know are there. And um, yeah, and and that's that was it. that's what it was. Me and Beck just super fucking in love, having the best time ever. Probably having some of the best sex we've ever had. And you know, sixty years of age, sixty three. I'm gonna be fucking having a good time, mate, with my new artificial hips, just rocking away on her. But yeah, I just think maybe find your values. What do you really like doing? What means is it is it is it money? Is it mean having a business? Do you want to travel the world? Um, I will say too, I've tried to like recently go back and find like, you know, you might have a purpose, right? And that's what keeps you, but you still might have to do the dishes or wash the car or do some of these things that you don't like doing. Sometimes that can throw people off. Like I sometimes get bummed that I'm like, oh my God, the same routine of like cooking and cleaning every night. But I'm like, you know what? I should be super grateful for that. You know what I mean? The fact that I can afford to put food on the table. I've got like fucking gas to cook with. I cook delicious meals. You know, I can clean. I don't even mind doing the dishes because I get to listen to music or I listen to a podcast or something while I'm doing it. Um, or I get to watch my kids run around having a great time. So yeah, how do I find purpose? I, I just look for the things that I like to do 
or you like to do, right? Whatever it is. So you like crypto and NFTs and things like that. Um, I know you're like a really smart, intelligent dude. Um, I'm not sure if there's a question just because you're having trouble or just it's for other people's sake, but um, I would just I would just start to look within. What do I like doing? What what do, what do I want to see my legacy as? You know what I mean. I know what I like doing. There's things that I'm trying to um, pave my way now to to do that. That's why I keep immersing myself in these new books, audio books, physical books, podcasts. This wedding met some incredible people through Jordan at this wedding, right? People that are extremely successful in all different ways, right? I'm I'm interested in those guys. I want to be around them. You know, they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and I want to be around them. What did you do that? How did you do that? You know, and it's not because they're just like rich and things like that. I'm I'm envious of people that like wake up every day and fucking love what they're doing. So, like this podcast, for example, this is you know I don't know if I'll do it for my whole life, but I feel like right now it's one of my purposes in life to get on here every fucking week and talk and try and spread some happiness and laughter and my thoughts on these really fucking cool questions. So. Yeah, I think you just got to strip it back. What do I like doing? What are my values? As I mentioned before, we had a breakthrough. Friends and family, that's my highest value. Whatever I do in life, it has to honor my friends and family. When I'm on here, I, I, I mention my friends and family quite frequently. You know, I always have done. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, I think, how you do it. And I think your purpose could change too, right? I'm trying to think people that I know that have had business and they've all been always about that and then they go and sell that business and then they're about a new business now and then they're always about that. Um, You know, you might all be about your relationship, right? You know, you might all be about surfing or playing guitar or fucking candle making or whatever it is, learning crypto, trading crypto. That, that to me, I have no interest in it, right? But I'm super envious of someone that wakes up every day and goes, I fucking love doing this. This is exactly what I want to do with the rest of my life for the foreseeable future. Then five years from now, you go, you know what? I'm done with this shit and I'm going to sell it up. I'm going to live off the back of a fucking yacht and I'm going to be an author. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking write short stories for the foreseeable future. That's the cool thing about life too because if, if you want something bad enough, and you think about it, and you put a plan in action, and you start to fucking move towards that, why not? You know what I mean? I've realized that lately, you know? Like, you put some stuff out there in the universe, and you go, all right, I'm gonna make some I'm gonna make some plans, and it just pops up. There's things that just start falling into place, falling into place, falling into place. Interesting. Anyway, so I hope that helps. And yes, whenever you're ready to get on the podcast, let's do it. Got a couple other guests coming up in the next one or two. We're gonna start doing more guests again. I'm excited about that. Thoughts on climate change as a conspiracy to control people. Another one from Jack Fitz. Um, thoughts on climate change as a conspiracy to control people. I I don't know. I don't really buy it. I think climate change is real. I'm one of those people. I follow some really, really intelligent people that I agree with everything they say, and they're kind of like climate change is bullshit. I don't know. Um, I have heard a recent one that made me laugh about the government's um, putting these things out in the atmosphere and that's what's creating like extra rain and stuff like that. So that probably ties into to what you're saying. I don't know how it controls people. I'd say like vaccinations and, and mandates and things like that. That's probably a more, for me, a more logical way to control people. Um, I think climate change is real. I, I think the way that human beings have polluted the earth for 
shit a long time now um i mean i've traveled the world you know been to not every country but i've been to some countries that like like bangkok you know what i mean and la and things like that and they're just there's smog like there's clear smog in the air it stinks you know they don't have a good rubbish system um that's like where's that gonna go you know what i mean it's only gonna affect the atmosphere um but see people fucking littering in the streets, you know what I mean? People driving these fucking V8s up and down, pouring fucking smoke out of the back. It's got to go somewhere, right? So it's going into the atmosphere. So I, yeah, I don't think that there's any conspiracy to control people via climate change. I think climate change is real. I just think human beings, um, most for the most part, are fucking too stupid to like switch a light off. Uh, I say that as I've got literally, look at all this shit. I've got my fucking computers on. I've got my fucking phone on here. I've got the mic on. We've got the... The, the light on and stuff like that. So we use heaps of electricity and whatnot and we don't really give a shit about it. That's why I'm a hold on things like solar power and, and fucking these Tesla cars and stuff like that. I think they're really cool because I think one day we're just going to fucking, the earth's just going to get, I've had enough. It's going to fucking de- deflate like a popped basketball or something. So yeah, I think climate change is real. I'd love to know what you think, Jack Fitz, shit tits. I'd love to know what you think on that one. Uh, you might you might have a totally different opinion on it. And I will say, I need to do more research on that too. So I like to hear these, I like to shoot from the hip. Who really built the pyramids? Jaden Dinmore. My man, I met in business class on the Sydney trip. My man, shout out Jaden Dinmore. Um, I'm going to go with the Egyptians. I know there's a big pull on aliens and I, I, I really wish it was aliens. I hope it was. I, re- I wish aliens, I hope aliens come to earth one day. They're probably among us right now. reptilian people they're they're around us right i believe in aliens a hundred percent i believe in aliens a million times faster than i'll ever fucking believe in a god right so who really built the pyramids i'd love to think aliens but i think it was the egyptians right i think back in the day life was cheap there was no ohs there was no unions and they just whipped those poor little cunts to death dragging those rocks and pushing up there i will say those motherfuckers must have been built differently. They must have been so strong. I don't know what they're eating. Let, let's study the diet of an Egyptian, right? I'm sure it's out there. But I don't know how the fuck they got it. I've never seen the pyramids in real life, but they look big as fuck on the telly. And how they did it without cranes and this and that, I don't know. But I tell you what, there would have been a lot of fucking dead, squashed Egyptians getting those fucking pyramids together. And they were built well too. They have not really fallen down or anything like that probably a bit, bit weathered but they look mint they look great so shout out the egyptians ingenious people i guess they had no television back then they had no fucking smartphones they had no social media they had nothing they had no books they just were like right what can we do today some rich cunts gone yeah pyramids that's what i'd like to see triangular shapes as big as i can imagine how are we gonna do that oh there's a fucking million poor egyptians here that are fuck all doing as well let's get them to do it and we'll just whip them to death and if they die well then there's another egyptian coming on but i don't know interesting so yes i think the egyptians built it i think they worked really really hard at it and they did an amazing job but unfortunately a lot of people died because that something else i'd like to read on though i'd like to read on that and last but not least god we're rocking along here haven't even got to the hayman island 55 minutes in another pepsi becky the better half of our relationship. What's your opinion on the zodiac signs? Now, at once upon a time, I probably thought it was a little bit woo-woo. Most people I know 
you get a kick out of reading a horoscope, right? We all like to read a horoscope because you go, oh yeah, that's very similar to what's going on in my life. I follow a page on Instagram, and this is why she's asked me this, because I keep sending her heaps of zodiac signs lately. I keep sending her everything that comes up because it seems so relative to what is happening in my life or our life. Um, I follow this thing called Moon Omens on Instagram, and they do heaps of shit. All this stuff to do with the moons and stuff like that. I used to think it was all a bit woo-woo, but the more I read these things and the day-to-day things, they one, one I'll tell you what, people, it might be a bit of a placebo effect. You know my thoughts on placebo effect. If it makes me feel good when I'm doing it, it's it's a success, right? So when I read these things, they make me think and it makes me feel good, generally speaking. All this work, this reading, and all this stuff that I'm putting out there and doing, when I read these zodiac signs or some of these moon things or whatever, I go, that seems very relative to what I've just done or what I'm trying to achieve. I don't know how anyone would know that. And all the Capricorns, I'm a Capricorn, shout out Capricorns, all the Capricorns in the world, would they be doing the exact same thing as me right now? Is this just a hunch? I don't know whoever's written this. But I always feel like it's it's targeting me when I read that, right? And again, you can think about it and you can you can expand your mind. Um, so I love the zodiac signs. I think it's great. I'd even go as far to maybe just getting a fucking huge Capricorn tattoo on my back. That's how much I'm loving the zodiac signs at the moment. But I'd love to know what people think about the zodiac signs if that's if they think it's pure bullshit or it's not. I, I know a few people that I follow, they share stuff like this as well. I love it. I don't know. Most of the time, it's good. It makes you feel good. You never really open it up and it tells you some real devastating news. Like, um, yeah, this month, look forward to a fucking car crash. It's like, well, shit. But it's always just like some real nice stuff. It's, you know, happiness, blessings, this and that, working towards it. All your hard work's going to pay off. I don't know. I like that. I love the woo-woo. I live for the woo-woo now. So that's my opinion, and I love it. Anyway, appreciate those questions. I hope I've done them some justice. I try to look at the questions as I start the show, Come up with my answers right then and there. I don't know. Probably fucked it. Full breakdown. Hayman Island extravaganza. Don't know how long I'm going to go. Didn't get to a show last week. This could be a long show tonight. Um, first time I've ever been to North Queensland. I, I, I will say, I've never been past Noosa in my life. Um, I've been to Melbourne. I've been to Adelaide. I've been to Sydney a few times. Been to Melbourne a few times. Adelaide once. And I will say, Queensland... Still the greatest state in Australia, North Queensland. Fucking unreal part of the world. So we left on the Thursday. We were going to a little friends and family dinner on the Thursday evening. Uh, I was the best man, of course. Beck was in the bridal party. So we get we get special special privileges, okay? We are, we're like the royals at this point. We go across. Unreal. First time flying with the kids. I was stoked about that. That was that was a milestone ticked off. But we rock up the airport. It's early. What's the old saying? It's five o'clock somewhere. And there's nothing better than an airport beer. It's unreal. It's up there with a shower beer. It's so good. But we get there, crack a beer. Then we see As Gray, Benny Sicalis, and Chelsea, some friends of ours. They were in the they were going to the same place. I was like, hang on. Then we see the Haynes. Hang on. All our friends are here. This is fucking great, right? So the vibe was good. The vibe was just there straight up. We were early. We had about three or four drinks before we got on the plane. That's how much we were feeling it. Good flight, another beer on the plane. Get there to Hamilton Island. Then the transfer goes to Hamilton. So you're on an hour boat ride. You get on the boat, they're doing the champagne, they're doing this, they're doing that. Unreal. It's so good. Everything in life is better with champagne, I've found. So that's my two cents on that. But it was just great. The vibe was there. Touchdown on Hamilton Island. If you haven't been to Hamilton Island, I obviously have. If you're watching on YouTube, I've got a Hamilton Island drink bottle right next to me. I'm showing you the screen right now. I'm going to have a little H2O. 
Hayman Island Pure uh, Glacier Water. Nah, Psych, it's just filtered from my tap. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. North Queensland, shout out. The water is clear. The islands look great. Um, the sun is shining. The humidity is just that perfect temperature in, in the early September. And it's just great. So yeah, Thursday night was was amazing. Uh, we had the private dinner. We had a lot of drinks. Um, Jordan and Amelia, I will say, their attention to detail is fucking impeccable. Second to none. I've never seen anything like it in my life. We had gift bags there, real thought out shit, whiskey glasses with our initials on them, you know, different types of cocktail mixes, all this stuff. I can't remember. Like, I'm just spitballing here. You can't see it right. You can't see it behind me, but I've got my best man box sitting there behind me. It was near and dear to my heart. So that was Thursday night. Had a, I will say though, I had a little bingle with with Beck. Um, she sort of left the party prematurely to go and get a tan. I didn't take too kindly to that because I didn't know where she was. She just left me with the kids and someone else had one of my kids and I was freaking out. I was like, where the fuck is Beck? Anyway, I found her, gave her a little bit of shit. Uh, we had a little bit of an argument. Beck and I, we're, we're very vocal when we when we need to be. Um, she grabbed me by the throat. Um, it was good. I like it. I like that sort of relationship that we've got. We made up at 5.30 a.m., on a couch i'll let you paint that picture how you will but we we were in love from that point on the whole weekend um friday unreal day well it was sort of a shitty day in the way the weather was a bit crap we had the rehearsal on i took arabella to the pool it was a warm pool they say heated it could have been more heated but it was sick right like you're just on the edge was an infinity pool you're looking at all over the fucking water oh god it's so good i'm just visualizing going back there um and then we had the white party that night. So I, got a sh- I got a hot as fuck white outfit. Beck was looking smoking, right? But we were we were waiting on three other planes to come. Now, the first plane came, second plane came, third plane held up. Couldn't fucking land because of low-lying cloud, right? So there's 22 guests on that plane, including the bride's mother, right? So there was some pretty important fucking personnel on that plane, we're getting messages into the WhatsApp group, right? We have a big uh, Bucks WhatsApp group, so it was like heaps of blokes in that. Some of these guys, you know, they're not fucking landing this plane, right? Eventually, they kicked up a stink. We're getting videos, they're going, you need to land this plane, right? If you're not going to land us in Hamilton, you need to get as close as you can. They've settled for Mackay, right? Which is probably, I don't know, hour and a half away from Airlie Beach and then hour and a half away from that on the boat. So that was the plan, right? It was amazing. Um... We got, they got down there, they're drinking beers, eating Red Rooster at Mackay Airport. Anyway, they've conjured up a bus. They found a bus. $5,000 from Mackay to Airly Beach. Get on it, right? But the kicker was that because they chose to get off the flight, the stupid Virgin Airline would not release their bags because some other people were going to go back to Brisbane. So all these 22 guests only had the clothes on their back or whatever they packed with their, their carry-on. So for the most part, none of the people had suits. None of the women had dresses. They just literally had what they got on. Milgi and Sarah, they didn't even have their fucking son Eddie's uh, clothes, right? They had nothing. Anyway, fuck it. Get to home and we'll sort it out, right? So then they've got the bus to Airlie Beach. Coincidentally, there was some other extremely successful people at this wedding and they just happened to have a beautiful large yacht now i'm not going to name names here of course um but that yacht only could maybe hold 20 people and there was 22 plus the captain so they did a little bit of a a little bit of a human smuggle situation on the boat i will say i believe it 
it, it voided insurance at that point. A um, little bit of refugee action going on there. Hey, hide in the boat. We're going to a new country. Don't pull your head up, please, when the, when the water rats come. That was it. But of course, there was fucking drama, right? Because Hayman Island, they were going, sorry, after 7 p.m., you cannot land a boat here it's 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 we don't have the requirements you can't do it there's no lights legally not going to happen right fuck me dead and now this is where the power of success and people who you know come into it because certain people that at that party at the wedding just happen to know the ceo of the whole group that runs the intercontinental right they got them on the phone then coincidentally we got the they got the people that run AMSA, the AMSA, it's like Australian Marine Something Authority, I believe. Anyway, they're the people that fucking dictate what you can and can't do with a boat on the waters and docks around Australia. So they're the people that ultimately signed off saying no boat can dock here after seven PM. We got fucking twenty two people trying to get there at about eleven PM. Man, it worked. We got there eventually. We eventually got someone from AMSA to get an exemption for this boat to land. And it was basically like, look, there's no lights. It's on you, right? The captain was skilled. He got the people landed at 11 p.m. No bags, but we were cheering, we were drinking, having a fucking good time. So that was Friday night. And the wedding, I will say the white party was amazing. Like walked in, they've got their fucking names on pillows. There's fire twirlers, there's fucking fireworks. Everyone looks amazing. The, the food, unreal. Couldn't get enough of the food, right? It was one of those events where you're like, fuck, I wish I wasn't wearing a white suit here because they're bringing curries, they're bringing all this sort of shit out. Uh, great food, amazing food. And I just couldn't get enough of it. I needed an extra hand to get more food while I could still hold a drink and have a conversation with people. Oh, unreal. Band was good. Oh, unreal, unreal band. That was Friday night. Now, I woke up on Saturday morning. I had to do the best man speech, of course. And I will say, I woke up with a slight bit of anxiety. Um, and when I have anxiety, my my telltale signs are spewing, bit of gag action. I get a little bit nauseous. Whether I actually chunder or not is, is one thing, but I do feel a little bit gag-worthy, right? So when I eventually got out of bed, I got into the shower Gag, gag city. My room's beautiful. Nothing to be upset about. Two bed villa over the pool, over the beach. Unreal. Kids are there sleeping. Beck's off getting her makeup done because that's what you have to do when you go to these weddings. If you're in the, the bridal party, there's literally I reckon Beck spent 27 hours in hair and makeup and tanning. It was crazy all up. But that's what the girls do. That's the sacrifice they make. So I was dad and hard. So gagged a little bit on the on the Saturday morning. We then went and did some fish feeding with the kids. Uh, all the all the dads and the kids. We went down fish feeding. Fun. I get off on that sort of stuff. That giant trevally there, sixty kilo fish right under our noses, just snapping the pilchards. Kids loved it. Dads loved it. Did some other stuff in the day. Can't remember. But then it was like go up and see the handsome groom, my mate, and get ready. Oh, so good. He's up on the residences, up on the hill. Took the suit up there. My mum touched down. She's there on the bloody, uh, what do you call it, babysitting duties. Took the suit up. And there's quite a few good guys up in there, up there. We've got the Grives boys. We've got the MC, Vaughn, and just all the other crew that were there, all the other groomsmen, me, the quintessential best man, father of the groom, Stevie G. Un-fucking-real. We get in there, all the nice foods laid out. We've got like fucking a few magnums of the Paul Rogers champagne. Got a bottle of Blue Label. Beers, beers, beers. It was like, mate, I can't get too drunk before this speech, right? But naturally wanted enough to take the edge off. And that's exactly what we did. But it was just a fucking great time. You know, it really, I think, maybe 
calmed everybody down that we can have a few drinks, talk some shit, take some photos, listen to some music. We were all getting our hair trimmed up, things like that. I even had a little aloe vera spritz added to my face. I will say the rosacea was looking good on the day. I'd calmed down, breath work helped, and all the, all the treatments I've been putting on have been helping. Um, but it was just one of those memories that I'll have for life. I remember just being there with Jordan and like, you know, he's my best mate and I was super stoked to be best man. So I just felt super honored to be there. And it, it was just a real beautiful moment. All these boys on the on the on a good, good vibes train, you know. And we got the suits on. The media crew were there, getting photos, getting videos. We got our gifts. We were all putting the tie, uh, the bow ties on, and this and that. Eventually, got suited and booted, and we went down to the down to the ceremony, which was absolutely like to die for. I tell you what, I've never seen a wedding. There was two tons of chandeliers this wedding. There was like over five thousand fucking roses or something like that. It was. It was huge. It was over the top in the best way possible. And I didn't expect it to look any more beautiful than it did, right? But it was amazing. And to be up there sort of with my mate and all the other guys, Becky was in the bridal party. She looked fucking stunning and beautiful. And it was just, man, it was just amazing, hey? And again, I'll have that memory for life, right? It was just it was just really, really good, you know? Um, I had the rings. That was another thing too. I don't know what the fuck these rings were worth. You know, it crossed my mind a couple of times ago. Do I just get the fucking transfer out of here and live like a king on these two rings? Uh, wouldn't do that. Not a scumbag. But it did cross my mind once or twice. I've then handed the rings off. Man, it's amazing. A lot of responsibility, the best man. Huge responsibility. Um, and then, yeah, reception. Amazing. I will say though, it's funny, right? My mum's panicking. I'm gonna have a drink. My mum's panicking. The speeches are on. I've got my speech to do. She's calling me. What's going on? Oscar's being sick. Okay, cool. What do you want me to do? I'm not a doctor. I care, but I'm, I don't know what you want me to do. Have you fed him? Oh, no, no. We'll feed him. He's pretty dehydrated. I'm, I feel like I'm parenting the parent at this point. I'm trying to be super nice without being fucking stressed, right? Because I'm sort of stressed because I've got to do this speech. I go back. See what's doing. All good. Feed him. Come back. Speeches are on. I'm like, mum, we've got this thing at 9.15, 9.20 tops, right? Got to do the speech. She's fucking calling me again at nine o'clock. I'm like, mum, did you hear what I said here? I've got to do this speech, right? And I said, I can't do anything right now. There's a nurse on site. Call the nurse. Get it sorted. Like, do that, right? Whatever it costs, we'll get it done. It was $100 at the end of the day. I've called the nurse. All good, right? If you're super sick like this, it's probably gastro or something like that. Turns out there's something in the water over there. A few people have the runs. Big deal. Some people have the spews. I then, the, the speeches are on. I will say, Stephen Grives, Jordan's dad, one of the best speeches I've ever heard in my life. It was about 15 minutes, funny, but really touching. Uh, some family stuff in there, won't go into it, um, but just a beautiful speech. The guy's a fucking professional actor, and I could see why, right? And you just killed it, nailed it. And it's like, fuck, I could have gone off Steve, right? Anyway, I didn't. Had to go on off the, the, uh, the brother-in-law. That was all right, right? And he's up there speaking Spanish too. It was amazing. But I tell you what, I got up there, I'm in this room. There's two tons of chandeliers hanging over me. There's a fucking squillion roses. A million beautiful people looking at me. All these eyes. I felt like Tupac. All eyes on me. I got up there. I hit the first line. And I heard this roar of laughter. And I immediately, I felt good. I wasn't anxious. I was good. I was in the zone. I felt fucking great. Super honored to get up there. And and it just, it was, they, they're saying speech of the century. They're saying one of the best speeches I've heard. I had people, I'm not even shitting you, and this sounds so egotistical. I had people coming up to me for the next, that night and the next day or two going, mate, 
I can't believe that speech. It was unreal. So funny. So heartfelt in parts. You nailed it. Do you do public speaking for, for real, right? All these sort of things. How many times have you done this? I had the, one of the photographers came and said, Matt, I've done this for 25 years, producing a thousand speeches. That was my favorite speech I've ever heard. I shit you not. My fucking head was as big as Haven Island at that point. I was like, fuck, I might go into the professional public speaking game. Yeah, a lot of people are going, mate, you do a podcast. This is why you kill it. I'm like, yeah, but the difference is that I'm talking shit to a camera on my own in a room. This is like 130 people. It's my best mate's wedding. They put a lot of time, effort, money into this. I can't go up there and fucking act like a fucking idiot and talk shit, right? It was awesome. It was. I actually want to relive it. They filmed the whole thing, so I can't wait to see it back. I've then run back after that. Watch Jordan's speech. Beautiful, heartfelt, unreal. It was a great speech, actually. It was good. And, you know, he was nervous too, but like... It's nerve-wracking because, like, it means so much to you and the people getting up there, right? He's up there, like, professing his love for the love of his life who he's married in front of 130 people. Like, that, that, that takes a lot of balls, right? That's an emotional thing. So I loved him for it, and it was a great speech. Um, at that point, I've then fucking, yeah, cool. The tension is gone out of my body. I can have some food. I can try some of the delicious food that's been out. Some Wagyu beef. Yeah, cool. I will try. Oh, it's cold. I don't care. Need some protein. I'm necking one, two, three beers. I've then run back. Took the shirt off. I fed Oscar because mum's still fucking freaking out. All good. Come back. And then we just fucking sent it till about 3 a.m. in the morning. Just had the best one. Come back. There was a whiskey station. I thought all my all my spirit fucking nonsense where I go, I don't drink spirits. Fuck that. I was drinking spirits that night. I was on the single, uh, single Jack Daniels malt, whatever it was, single cut Jack Daniels. <sighs> so good. Just had the best time ever. I took the fucking bow tie off. I've unbuttoned, I've unbuttoned, I've unbuttoned. I'm running a two-button policy by 2 a.m. It was so good. We're dancing. Mate, people are fucking skidding all over the floor, swan diving me. Mate, Matty Lank split his chin open. Doesn't matter. He looks sick doing it. The best night. The best night. One of the best nights I've ever had. I fucking loved it. Just thinking about it, I'm feeling so good. I want to go back there right now. I want to just quit this. I want to stop the show right now and get on a boat and go to home and I'll relive that. But we'll always have those memories. Sunday morning. Didn't even have a hangover. I felt good. Just woke up. I was like, fuck, because there was no no anxiety. There was no tension in my body. I didn't have a speech. It was a recovery pool party. I had the sickest shirt. I put my cool new hat. I felt good. We took the kids down to the pool. Beck was looking amazing. Everyone's looking amazing. In the pool, beautiful weather. I'm drinking beers. I'm trying to have rosés. I had one rosé. I wish I had more rosé. They had fucking toke bowls. They had fucking smoked meats over here. They had fresh food over here, fish and chips, all the shit. Unreal. Pool, oh, pool party vibe. I will say... It just went on and on and it degenerated by the end of the night. Chicks at a pool party at the end of a wedding when they've just seen their their fucking best friend get married, they just get super horned up. These chicks were just like, they had no boundaries at this point. And I tell you what, bikinis are getting smaller. <sighs> Unreal. I don't want to sound perverse here and, and crude, but it is a, it was an amazing sight. Unreal. Have a pool party. You'll thank me later. Jesus Christ, what a scene. But mate, we fucking loved it. Then they shut the bar on us. Why would you shut the bar on us? So we then, we like, fuck, there's got to be another bar. We went and found another bar. We demanded the bar to be out. We literally, I don't know if you guys have ever walked into a bar when it's closed, but 30 of us walked into a bar when it was closed and we just started ordering 30 drinks at a time. There was one pool table. Someone put on a fucking bit of music on their phone and over a fucking Yui boombox. Set the vibe, set the scene. Unreal. God, Jesus Christ, it was unreal. Anyway, Monday, went home, super depressed because my mate just got a huge fucking super yacht. And he's like, oh, man, you should hang around. I'm like, i got to go home because i got to pay review on Wednesday morning. But I would love to. And look, 
we're bestest friends ever. I know I'll get on that yacht sometime very soon. So at some point, you gotta, you got to cut the fun, get back to reality. But there'll be more fun. It's all good. doesn't have to be all boring reality. But I will say, one of the best weekends of my whole life, one of the the best wedding I've ever been to. It was a huge spectacle. I went to some beautiful weddings. I was super stoked. It was my best friend getting married. I was the best man. I, I loved every minute of it. I was humbled, and I just really appreciated the 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 opportunity to do that. So I know this is his show, so I'll thank him again. I thank you. I love you, Jordan Grives. You're my best friend ever. And yeah, it's just amazing. The other thing I will I will leave on this. Friends and family, highest value for me, right? The one thing, one of the one of the biggest things that I got out of the whole wedding, the whole experience, right? We met all the good, all these new blokes on the Bucks party. They carried over to the wedding. Every single person I met in the whole event, unreal, good people, people you can trust. And I just feel like I've made friends for life in that group, right? And I have, you know what I mean? We, we, we On the Instagram now, Facebook friends, all this sort of shit. You're calling different people. Like, I can't wait to catch up with these people again. I'm thinking, when are we all getting together again? Because that was amazing. No one wanted it to end. So that, to me, was was another highlight coming out of the weekend, making fucking new great friendships. Um, you know, there was people our age, older people, people with kids. Oh, so good. On that note, I got it. we're an hour and 15 here. I'm fucking ranting. I'm raving. I'm having the best time of my whole fucking life. This is so good. Episode 147, King of the Catch podcast. I've had a fucking sick night. <laughs> I've had a sick night. Um, I've got a guest maybe next week uh, what, next one or two weeks got a couple of blokes young blokes coming on they uh, run a coffee shop run an online coffee subscription service they do a lot of vlogging doing some cool shit um, bit younger than me and I want to I want to get on and hear their thoughts and have some cool conversation with them uh, might have Smitty on this week we've been playing a bit of tag team he keeps hitting me up I keep, you know I just keep missing him because I'll be fucking under the, under the pump with other, with other things um, and whatnot. probably get little Jared on to do a little footy breakdown too in the next couple of weeks as well I reckon but um, um, man, damn glad to be back. And I'll be back on next Monday night, 125 fucking percent. Anyway, I'm the king of the couch. This is episode 147. You've been a beautiful audience. I love you all. Oh, man,